actors are often unfairly critiqued for their appearance due to being in the public eye and very few more so it has to be said than my next guest Coronation Street's actor Colson Smith uh, Colson you're very welcome to the show Hi, thanks for having me on. Uh, thanks for talking to us this morning. So I suppose before we get into your weight loss journey and the documentary you've done and all that sort of stuff, I suppose loads of people will obviously be familiar with you uh, as Craig Tinker on Corrie. But for those who don't, uh, who don't, let's talk about your backstory a little bit. You were cast at the age of just 11. And is it fair to say you were cast a small bit as a stereotype? Yeah, I think I started acting at about 10 years old. As most kids do, you go through that bit of, you know, what, what do you want to be? I remember wanting to be a footballer. Then I wanted to be a spy. Then I wanted to be an actor. And the next thing I knew, I was an actor. And yeah, um, all my roles were always the unique, um, unique character. That was kind of my casting brief, my niche that I kind of got into. Um, and my reasons for being unique were probably always because of the way I looked. And the way you looked was? Um, I, I, the way I would sum it up is probably the fat ginger kid. Right. Okay. And th- and that got you into those roles, which in one way is probably a good thing for your, your budding career. But then also it came with a lot of abuse. Yeah. It, 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 I mean, it, it's very tough because um, when when we say abuse, the abuse that I got was it was a lot more to do with characters that I was playing and the way I look more than it was. Um, around my acting and that kind of thing. Whereas I think what I kind of expected were people to comment on my acting abilities, my character, but everything I found was around the way that I looked from a young age. So I think it was kind of weird because obviously growing up in school, you experience people telling you how you look or what you look like or what you don't look like. And then being in the public eye, you kind of get it on a heightened platform, I guess. And so how did you deal with that when you were, and what age did you kind of start really noticing it? Was it straight away when you were 11, 12, that you were actually seeing this, particularly the online abuse, um, or was it a bit later on? Because, I mean, those are tough years for any of us when it comes to self-image, let alone if you're you're in the public eye and getting that kind of feedback. It was kind of as soon as I started on TV, you know, as soon as I started uh, as an 11-year-old, I went onto Twitter, I searched in Craig Corey into the search to see what people were saying about me. And, you know, that that was when, you know, the first time you were on screen was the first time people comment on the way you look. And that was kind of a thing that, I mean, it still happens now. Like, it, it, it's, it's a daily thing sort of thing. You, you get backlash, you get comments about the way you look, whether it be, you know, your height, your size, your fat, your thin, whatever it is, people make a comment. Um, but yeah, I, I kind of started getting that from the age of 11 and going through all, all my life until now sort of thing. It's, it's always been a thing. Um, it stopped mattering as much to me when I kind of got to the age of 19, but I don't think it did stop mattering. I think I kind of just accepted it and kind of kind of got to a point where I lacked the respect for myself because nobody else seemed to respect me. And when you were in those younger years, which are more difficult years for a lot of people, how much did it affect you? Did it kind of put you off in any sort of way or were you able to deal with it? Really don't know. I don't know if it's because I was going through it as a kid and it was a day by day thing. Um, But I don't know. I can't really say what it stopped me from doing or what I would have done without it because I, I, I haven't, you know, I, I didn't have to experience that. I was very lucky in the fact that the job that I was in, 
um, is a very friendly family place to work. So I was always had a great support group around me. So I always felt comfortable in acting. It was more the it was more the feedback um, that would make me think twice. I'd never think twice when I was kind of in a performance playing a character. Mm. And so you mentioned that when you were around 19, it's the outside noise stopped bothering you. At what point did you come to a realisation internally, I suppose, within yourself that this is something I want to change? Only very recently. Um, it, it, it was the first lockdown. So um, I kind of suggested in October, um, they'd kind of been talk with ITV and work that we were going to do a bit of a story around weight loss. Um, so I kind of was ready for that and prepared for that. Uh, going into the new year and was well underway with the journey everything was going quite well then when lockdown hit um, it was the first time in my life that I hadn't had responsibilities and I kind of said to myself well what are my priorities here because you know there's there's no Craig like I'm not going to work for the next three months I've I've got nothing on and I've, I've never had that so I kind of sat back and thought what's important to myself and I worked out that it was me and then I kind of looked at some decisions that I'd made, some things that I'd done. And I decided, you know what, actually, I haven't been putting myself first. I've been too worried about pleasing people or, you know, saying no to opportunities to just try to blend in or try and avoid attention, all that kind of thing. I kind of turned into a little bit of a recluse in that sort of way. Mm. And I kind of said, you know, I'm 22. This isn't, this isn't what I want to do. I, you know, I, I really want to kick on. So, um, it was it was that lockdown when I kind of made that conscious decision, I guess. And talk us through how you went around it then, because a lot of us, I know certainly I found when we were in lockdown, food was suddenly all around me and I, I, I went the opposite way to you and put on quite a bit of weight for a while before losing it again. But how did you decide to go about it? What was your, your first steps in, in that journey? I think, um, you know, the, the first step, the, the, you know, the first biggest step was deciding that I was going to do this for me. And once I'd come to that conclusion, and I'd made that decision and kind of put it out there that I, I was going to do this for me. Everything else became easy. And I think the thing that I was looking off to find was running because during lockdown, obviously, we had no gyms. Everything mm-hmm. was nothing was very accessible. Um, so I just started going on a run every morning and you know, I, I got better and better at running and I lost more and more weight. And it came to a point where I was running one day and I said, actually, this isn't about losing weight. This is kind of, this is about me. And that's where that decision came. You know, it came on a run. And then the running is just a thing that kept I've kept because it makes me feel good. It makes me make better decisions and choices. So it kind of all meant that whatever I was doing with food whatever I was doing with trying to stick to a bit of a plan or you know make decisions in terms of my career the running was kind of the glue that made it all very easy mm. and you do talk in in the documentary uh, that you have which is well worth a, a view for people if they have a bit of time today it's called bored of being the fat kid and it is up on YouTube but you talk about the, the situation you were in before that that you were in a place where you were up to 24 stone you talk about drinking five pints of coke a day so it, it's not like this was a small shift in your life this was once that clicked into gear in your head it was big changes to make. Yeah, and, you know, I, I never quite intended to make, you know, when I made these changes, I wasn't intending to do it purely to lose weight. You know, I made these changes to kind of get out of bad habits and get into good habits. And my biggest thing for me was routine. Like, I work a very weird job in a very weird world. And 
I've been doing it since the age of 11 and people can look into it and think, oh, he must be living a dream when really, you know, it's a very difficult position to be in at times. And I kind of sat down one day and said, right, how come I have no routine and what am I going to do to get myself into a routine? And that was where I addressed the fact that after work, I would go and sit in a restaurant or I would sit in the pub and I would binge on Diet Coke and binge on food and kind of realized that I had these unhealthy parts of my life that I needed to change to go forward. And, you know, I made them in small little changes. And when I look back, they were really key moments for me because now I kind of can look back and really question as to what I was doing in those times. And I suppose now that you have gone through this process, how do you feel on the other side of it? Has it been a, a big change to your to your life, how you feel in your actual lifestyle? Yeah, it's it's something that I'm really glad that I've done. And I think, you know, I, I say in the documentary that it's kind of got me excited and it kind of makes me feel like I've I've put myself in the best position, in the best opportunity that I can to go forward with everything in my life, whether it be my career, whether it be my fitness you know whatever it is in life I'm kind of putting myself first and I'm giving myself the best shot at it so yeah it's definitely it's definitely got me excited as to what's to come and very finally I might say look a lot of people I'm sure will have congratulated you and you talk about this a bit in the documentary that they say oh you know you look great now but that obviously has a sort of an implication that you, you didn't before or you were somehow worse before I mean how do you feel about that and, and the way people talk about it because it's a, something that a, a lot of people do struggle with when they do lose weight that there's almost an aspersion that uh, they were somehow worse before yeah it's really difficult but um, my you know one of my main reasons for making the documentary you know, I, I haven't made this documentary to preach about losing weight or to preach about fitness and running. I've kind of made it to talk about a taboo, especially with boys of body image, the way you look, the way you feel about yourself. And I think that's really hard, especially with external pressures, especially with the generation and world that we live in now with social media and everything that's going on. Um, so for me, I kind of hope that from the dock people can get that you know we need to talk to each other but we all need to be a bit more supportive of each other and you need to be more supportive of yourself because in a world where there's so many critics you know criticizing yourself is a is a very hard position to be in and really you need to be your own biggest fan Mm. well said and people can see that documentary Bored of Being the Fat Kid is what it's called it is up on YouTube and uh, available to visit uh, to view Colson Smith pleasure talking to you this morning thanks for coming on Cheers, thank you very much. Thank you.